You're listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live, with your hosts, Eric Provoznik, Jim Culver, Marty Zamora, and Christine Leninger. Hi, I'm Tommy Stinson from Cowboys in the Campfire. You're listening to All Over the Place podcast, where the sanity never ends. And I mean it. Welcome back to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Media Pub Live. I'm your host, Eric Provoznik. Jim Culver in the house. Well, he wants to say, yeah, there he is. Hey, Jim, how's it going? Good. How you doing? I'm awesome. Very, very awesome. Right on. As you can see from the albums behind, there's a music guest coming in today, a musical guest coming in today. Christine, I know I'm excited about the musical guest as well. Hello, my dear. And... Marty, uh, Marty's going to be bipping in at some point today. He says he's joining us, so knock on wood there because right. I know Marty's another music guy. But with us today, uh, a hot new band coming up. They're so hot, their album isn't even released yet. However, it's an album released by one of my all-time favorites, a former guest on the show. We'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, he's over that right shoulder right there. And uh, Freedom Rockets, how are you guys doing? And, and we've got four of the band members. They're five-piece, a quintet, if you will. And uh, four of them are uh, together. And Chetty, Mike, their guitarist, is at the Guns N' Roses show. So we're going to make sure we're keeping it tight, getting him back to GNR. And uh, Chetty, you just saw the Pretenders. How awesome were they? They were fantastic. They were great. Did, did, did they close with my favorite song, Mystery Achievement, again? They did. Oh, oh I'm saying yes. That that, ba- that baseline. I used to play bass a long time ago, and that that baseline is super sweet. So glad you got to see them. We'll get you back to GNR, and with you know, and I'm gonna run. I, I mentioned Chetty now. Chetty's on guitar, and also we got Jimmy Bishop. And you guys, as as I introduce you, there we go. Jimmy, guitar and vocals. Adam Machado on the drums. Hey. L- Luke Shank, bass and and vocals as well. And Colin Harrington on the keys and sax. How's it going? I'm very excited to see you occasionally playing the sax. That uh, you get those Memphis horns in there, and uh, also as a, a kid who grew up in the '70s and '80s, and it's not really your style yet. But if you want to get goofy and then, you know, like uh, do some of your style on the NXS, Duran Duran, Huey Lewis in the news, the Heat is on, little Glenn Fry, maybe I still believe the the Lost Boys version with Tim Capello. That sax will come in handy on all of those. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mentioned uh, you know, uh, at the top of the show, uh, your album coming up. Actually, uh, Jimmy, go ahead and tell us about the album that's that's coming up right now. All right. Yeah. So the uh, the record's called American Trash. We recorded the tracks back in uh, December, January at Bipolar Bear Studios in uh, the Hudson Valley. And it should be coming out very soon. Excellent. And uh, I, I mentioned it was produced by a guy who's over my right shoulder here. Tommy Stinson, who I'm sure gave you guys a lot of great life lessons, bass lessons, music lessons. And uh, from what I've, I've read, it was a uh, rather serendipitous meeting. What brought you guys together with, as far as I'm concerned, uh, and uh, it, it was brought up when we had him on the show, the embodiment of rock and roll. Tommy Stinson, how did you guys get involved with him? Yeah, well, I mean, it was it actually took kind of a kind of a long time. You know, I've always been a big fan of all of Tommy's groups, Perfect, Fashion Pop, Guns N' Roses, as well as my dad. So uh, when uh, Tommy brought out Fashion Pop a couple of years back, me and my dad used to go to the shows all the time. And eventually we just got talking with Tommy. And that ultimately uh, led to us, Freedom Rockets, doing a show with Cowboys and the Campfire about like, what, like a year ago, was that? About two, two years ago. Two years ago. ago. So, yeah. But then um, we got talking to Tommy as a band, and he was he was saying he'd love to record us. 
so we were psyched and uh, here we are now <laughs> with the finished record coming on the way. Very, very cool. And you, you forgot to mention a little band in there known as The Replacements, but I guess that goes without saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get more into that. You know, you got the right <laughs> to the I see that. There you go. That's... Uh, so I, you mentioned your dad, and I always say that you know you're that the next generation is only as musically wise as their parents make them. So all you guys, like, uh, what, what were the influences coming down? Not just the bands you mentioned, Jimmy, but what were some of the other uh, bands that uh, you guys grew up listening to? Yeah, well, you know, I've always been more of a punk kind of guy, you know, to touch upon their placements, like you were saying, like the Misfits. But then as a band, we take a lot of influence from you know. 70s supergroup photo maker like the raspberries even some uh kind of unknown stuff like suicide commandos big depper uh, influences uh i'm definitely influenced by the band placebo in the uh, 1975 oh, really okay. um like nowadays mixed with like kind of like 2000s early like pop punk scene um uh, there's this, um, there's this band I've listened to, they're Platinum Moon. I actually love listening to them. I get most of my influence from them. I also love listening to The Replacements, too, and The Big Dipper. Those are, I love Big Dipper's bass lines, too, so that's where I get a lot of my influence. Very cool. And Colin, what about you, both, both with the keys and the sax? So, uh, as mainly a keyboard player, I get a lot of influence from, I would say, older rock bands with heavy keyboards. I'm really into bands like Super Tramp and Electric Light Orchestra. Which also tend to have cool horn parts. Yeah, what about you, Mike? I definitely say uh, the neighborhoods and uh, a little bit of you know, Soul Asylum here and there. Okay, well, and then you say Soul Asylum, and, and uh, Adam, you brought up the Suicide Commandos. Two, two, oh, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, Jimmy, you brought them up. The Suicide Commandos. Yeah. I mean, Minneapolis bands, and what, and you know, just how is Tommy able to impart all of that stuff as someone who is in the trenches with all that stuff? That's great. And yeah, the Minneapolis music scene is very, very cool. A lot, of, a lot of bands no one really talks about, you know, but we're really into that. And uh, I, I want to make sure I get this right because you just credited PW uh, on your on your uh, Facebook site, and um, may miss a word here and there. But it's like uh, if there's a sense of oh God, what if this is looked on as being stupid or weird? Well, that's usually a tip off. It's worth doing. That's a Westerberg quote, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? That is, yeah. You know, I'm not really too involved with the social media. One of our managers, Gilbert Drone, handles that, makes all the big decisions. Yeah, that would be a Westerberg quote right there. And uh, how much of an influence you mentioned, musically speaking, but lyrically speaking, uh, a guy like Westerberg, I'm going to guess, is on the on the radar for you. Who, who else? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a fantastic songwriter. I take a lot of inspiration from him. He's great. I love him. And, and Tommy himself has evolved into uh, quite an excellent songwriter too. I mean, it's just definitely yeah. various projects he's got going on. So yeah. Oh, and uh, very quickly, I want to introduce another of our co-hosts today, Mr. Marty Zamora. Marty, you got Chetty on guitar there, and the Freedom Rockets from Welcome back on the coast. Sorry, it's late. You're here. That's the important part. And you've got a flag going on in the background that this is all good. American Trash is the album that's coming up from them. So you nailed it, my friend. Nailed it. That flag's there every second. <laughs> and I also, uh, over the uh, left shoulder here, I've got some Slade as well. And I love that you guys, the, the way you're dressing up, looking a little replacements like, and of course the replacements doing the same thing as their homage to Slade. It had, uh, was Slade on your radar musically or presentation wise, or did Tommy clue you into those guys at all? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, here's the thing with the outfits, you know, it definitely was was pulled from the replacements but also you know the beatles were kind of like the original guys to do it we have mm -hmm. always been kind of fascinated with like the matching kind of look because that's that's kind of missing today in music you know you never really see that kind of coordination and stuff but um you know we kind of like to bring the circus to the stage you know what i mean yes i do and then that's w one of the big things i love about you guys you're up there you're jumping around on stage 
you're having fun, it's all which, about. Is what music, which is what music should be. You're up there. I mean, take yourself seriously, but never take life too seriously. And uh, exactly. we're just having fun. That's the goal. All it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just happen to be really good at it. Have a good time all the time. All the time. So, guys, how did you guys all get together? How did you go about putting the band together? Bad fortune. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, me, me, Adam, and Luke been playing for a while, and then we met uh, Chetty and Colin at Lagana Music in Elmsford, New York, which is where we rehearse. Okay. So, I mean, how, how does it happen these days? Because you know, uh, through the years, you, you put an ad up at a music store, or you know, just like the uh, the Penny Saver back in LA, the, the, the just the the fanzine stuff like that. Do you did you guys know each other in school, or just various things, and then you just came together, or? I don't know. I, I, just a whole lot of. Right place, wrong time. I don't know. It just kind of happened, you know? Bad luck. But it worked out pretty well. And three people have influences that aren't exactly uh, the your usual influences, especially in, in the 21st century. Yeah, well, we're not your usual crowd. <laughs> that's, that's, and it's a very good thing. It's, 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 it's three chords and maybe a little bit of truth. <laughs> yeah, we're still learning how to play the instruments. So. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I wish there was more music that we, we could uh, connect with. I know that your, your manager, Dennis, isn't for, I mean, just has the it's the album's coming forward. Uh, but I, I, I'm uh, Mosquito Crucifixion. I'm still able to, to pull that one up. So uh, as someone who grew up in Ohio and Pennsylvania, just saying, I'm, I'm getting, um, what was the inspiration behind Mosquito Crucifixion? Besides uh, Humid Summers. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's actually a Suicide Commandos cover. Man, I was talking oh. about Yeah. But that's a fun song. Kind of shows off Luke's bass skills, you know. It's a fun one. Lots of jumps, crazy performance live. But um, yeah, that's one of the few tunes that we didn't write. You know, when we made the record, we had some. It was mostly original, but some covers. You know, to kind of pay uh, pay some respect to the big bands that influenced us. You know. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, now, Mark Marty, you're you're a guitarist who is uh, a a a little bit more accomplished than I am. But you know, uh, just. Uh, with the, the the punk anthems, you're you're a Southern California guy who had, who had uh, you know uh, the the punk scene going on there. What what what's your take so far on Freedom Rockets? Outstanding. Uh, I I really commend you guys for just being yourselves. I mean, I grew up in the punk scene uh, and the way back punk scene, which you know this was a lot of the you know Black Flag, Dead Kennedy, Circle Jerks that era. It's the and best. Yeah. I, that's where I learned to play guitar, so I can you know I play a lot of bar chords real fast. <laughs> 35 years i'm already this good but uh, loud and sloppy that's my style yeah exactly but bar yeah. chords see i i have only progressed as far as a power chord so bar chord nine well yeah, yeah. That's not right. you started taking some lessons we're kind of learning some more stuff you know we're well, you go fast enough a, a, a bar chord just ends up being a power chord <laughs> it's just brushing. And as you guys are, are continuing to, to make yourselves known, I mean, you've, you've had a, a, a festivals, you're playing a lot of festivals recently, the, the Power of Music, Summer of Rock, uh, stuff coming up. But just uh, with rock music, again, I don't know anymore. I living in L.A. for as long as I did, it was always, you know, just the pay to play down on the Sunset Strip still in the, the 21st century. But you know, just how do you guys uh, go, get out there and make yourselves known at, at uh, just places to play? Yeah, I mean, honestly, that, that's our whole thing. We just like playing the songs, having fun. We're always, we're always getting calls or whatever from local clubs in uh, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut. We just always say yes. It just there's never an excuse not to play and get your name out there more, you know. And uh, we did get a brief mention when we were talking to Dennis last week, getting you guys uh, set to come on the show. 
Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, though. Um, Adam, are you the one who's off to college down in Pennsylvania? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so I do. He Dennis informed us that you uh, set it up with the school so that if you need to go on tour, you can pull yourself out. So <laughs> no, no, no. No, I, I've been missing for what, What's the arrangement like as you uh, get ready oh, to go? I'm going to kidnap him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. you pay attention to nice. Tommy. Very good. He's very punk rock. Music. He has no choice with us. <laughs> He's stuck. Or the He's stuck. I'm stuck with this guy, sadly. It's just bad fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> How, 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 I guess the, the only, there, there is no arrangement. The arrangement is just going to be just uh, someone bursts into your room and puts a bag over your head. You're going on tour for a couple of days. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's no need for a question on that one. Just, uh, Adam, just uh, be ready. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah not like you're going to complain about being kidnapped to go on the road. Sure. I have to get some more master locks from my dorm. Uh, the next question is going to be Adam goes to college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you need songs for album number two. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and uh, you know, being with Tommy, what what was it like being in the studio with him? And just in terms of whether it's stories he was teaching or just uh, what how to be a better band. Yeah, I mean, I, not only not only is he like incredibly talented, but he's a very very funny guy, Tommy. You know, when we when we weren't uh, recording tracks or figuring out parts, we'd always just be cracking up over something random. You know, and uh, yeah, the stories were. Now, that was very interesting. You know, that kind of, it's kind of cool because it, it kind of showed that we had somehow earned his trust because he'd, he'd be opening up about, you know, stories with his brother Bob when they were kids and stuff. And that, that kind of hit me especially hard too because I have a younger sister at home. So hearing stories about kind of like, you know, my idol and his family and siblings, it was very cool, but it's very interesting. He's a great guy, Tommy. He's hilarious. And are there any uh, stories in particular that um, maybe were you know, uh, helpful to, uh, to, uh, to steer through things a little, little bit more smoothly than they, the roads they went down. Yeah, I think so. I, mean, I don't know how much of it I can talk about. I don't want to get him in trouble. But... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to get any, anyone in trouble, but just a simple yes or no. What would, would suffice on that one? Yes. Yep. <laughs> and Luke as a bass player. What, what, what did you, what were you able to glean from Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> he actually, he showed me a lot while we were recording. Um, he learned I, how to play bass. Yeah. Um, um, I just I spent I spent an extra day with him because the first day all of my tracks messed up. So in those two days that I spent recording with him, he taught me things that I I would never be able to think of in a million years. It's just like he knew how to do everything and he knew where to put everything and like in the most like in the perfect way almost. And I'm, I'm glad the remasters have been coming out too because the bass lines are becoming much more prevalent. But I never realized that Alex Chilton had such an intricate yet cool. Yeah, he's great. Alex Chilton is very cool. We're, we're, we're big fans of Big Star. Never travel music. far. Yeah, never travel far. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Westerberg's my, uh, he's the man. So yeah, I, I dropping, dropping rhymes uh, in the PW fashion. That's it's almost a second language to me. Oh yeah. So again, I'm very, this, this is, uh, you, you guys just kind of, you know, like following in, in that pattern. Uh, but now Tommy now doing Cowboys in the campfire has got a little bit more of a twang with what he's doing now. How much was he able to step back into the punk aesthetics and, and where you guys are right now? I don't know, man. I mean, it's all, it's all rock and roll to me. You know, we just got guitar, bass, drums, little keys, just having fun. It's all rock and roll, you know, it's all the same kind of stuff. I heard something similar from the Vandaliers when we had them on earlier this year. So I, I, you guys should check them out. They're a, 
punk punk with a little bit of country, but more more of a punk band than anything. I think you would dig the Bandoliers. I will check it out, Julio. And uh, so you guys have been uh, you've done shows with the Figs, okay. and uh, you know, uh, what what's it been like for you guys to and not just from Tommy obviously in the studio and being a mentor beyond that, and and of course Jimmy you, you getting to hang with with Tommy at the Guns and Roses show. Yeah. Uh, but, so a, a band like the Figs, also some veterans uh, from the years. Well, what's it been like uh, getting, you know, just uh, sharing the stage with them and, and, and learning from them? Yeah, that, that was quite an honor. That was a fun day. Um, we had lots of cool kind of discussions backstage with them, given they were throwing us some advice in the industry and stuff and just even like some songwriting tips and everything. It was cool. Yeah, it was very, very cool. It was a fun day. Very honored to play with them. Maybe we'll hit round two soon. Nice. <laughs> and it just hit me that, you know, Tommy, too young to be in the bars back in the in the Minneapolis days coming up. What's it like for you guys? I mean, just well, what's the scene like now for you guys having to just like, I know the cellar is one of the places that you, you guys play uh, semi-frequently. Got a yeah. show coming up at, at the end of September there, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, is, are there more all ages shows that you guys get to do? Or is there, are there rules that are bent? Like I know Eddie Van Halen had to have rules bent back in the day being underage. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a little mix, a little bit of both, you know, it just depends on the gig, depends where it's at. But you know, if we want to get our friends in, we make it happen, you know. <laughs> I, I did notice quite a, a couple of swooning girls in, in the photos uh, on Facebook. So always nice <laughs> to have the fans there with you. That's yeah, mostly because of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, just be a good bandmate and, 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 and you know, well, never I was about to say something. Never mind the word, the verb that was going to come out of my mouth. I'm, I'm going to walk that back before it comes out of my mouth. So just be a good bandmate. That's all I'll say. Come on, say it, say it. <laughs> be a good bandmate and share and, and share. Don't be greedy with the ladies there. See? As Christina cringing right now. Okay, now mostly that's because I have three boys of my own, and there two of them are about you guys' age. So I'm like, oh my goodness, wow! <laughs> I can only imagine what it's like being in the studio and out with you guys. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Get on a new subject, all right? <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, at these, I'm clubs. very good at making our guests blush. Moving on, moving way, on. So <laughs> So guys, at, uh, when you guys play these clubs, uh, what's the what's the crowd like? The uh, the demographic really? Because obviously, uh, you know, pop music is with teenagers anyways. A lot of hip hop, and uh, also it being a club, you know, not a lot of high school guys getting in there. So what's the crowd look like for you guys when you play? That's that's the thing. You know, we as a band, you know, we all kind of love all those like old guitar kind of bands. And that's, you know, we're trying to bring that back because there really hasn't been like a big kind of guitar with lots of solos and stuff band since like Nirvana in the 90s. So we try and put that into like the, the music we have, you know, to kind of bring it back, but also make it appeal to like the younger audience. So then we do have an audience when we play at clubs. And, you know, we, we've been building up a following, you know, it's every every show, I'd say there's more people. I mean, we, the other day at that uh, festival, we had a good crowd. Everyone seems yeah. to enjoy it. I don't know what the appeal is, but people seem to like it. <laughs> I'm pretty good looking. That's that might be it. I don't know if I can care to the keyboard player, but all right. He keeps falling every show. I don't know why. <laughs> you're, the, you're the one pointing out all, all the ladies there to say, uh, 
There I go again. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get people. You just know, right? ladies. Get off that song. <laughs> I've read too many books. I've been to too many shows. That's all he does. If I don't fall down at a show, we consider that bad luck. <laughs> I fall for every lady that falls for me. <laughs> so let me ask you this question, guys. Like back in the day, they used to say, you know. Chicks on rock and roll. Is that really why you're doing it still? <laughs> yes. Not Is that true these days? The only reason. Wanted to meet chicks? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no we're just having fun. I don't, I don't know. You know, uh, we just like getting together and playing tunes. And so now we got to this. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Just that's a very me, guys, she's cool. You, you can answer I, honestly. She needs to get checks, you know. We're a good looking band. <laughs> Christine and I actually, uh, our our relationship started over like I lo I love Paul Westerberg and the Replacements. I learned that at a Tears for Fears show. So here we are now, a year plus later. So oh, yeah, she, she's awesome, people. Ripping. Now again, she's got three boys, roughly your age. You can answer however you want. <laughs> That's I get it. Told. It's okay. I the was reason, where you were once. <laughs> the only reason Christine even had a shot is because Westerberg wasn't available. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank you, Marty. <laughs> I've been watching that man crush for years. <laughs> so, uh, as the album's uh, uh, coming up, and you know, uh, just uh, as it gets closer, and when it's released, what? And actually, it's some cover songs. What? What are three songs that you would want people to hear from Freedom Rockets to get them hooked on you guys? To get them hooked? Well, I'd say the title track, "American Trash." That's one of our personal favorites. Well, they're kind of all personal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sure. And then uh, we got a song about Addison Rae on there. I'm not going to talk about that too much, but that one's a cool one. And then uh, I don't know what. Yeah, I would lie. I think totally. I think I would lie. That's a great one. What, what What was that last one? I wouldn't lie. But I mean, every song is good, you know. There you go. Of course. <laughs> There's something exactly. for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Adam's right. There's something There's... for everyone, you know. Now, are, are you keeping it punk and it's going to clock in at about a half an hour long? I think um, I think it's about forty five minutes in total. Oh, so that, that's the perfect length for an album, forty five to fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's something for everyone, like Adam was saying, you know. We won't talk about it too much because uh, can't our manager Gobert doesn't want us to disclose too much yet. But gotcha, gotcha. The audience, you know. We'll keep it on the download. Keep it there. Now, uh, was did uh, can you talk about Tommy's involvement beyond the production? Did he join you guys instrumentally or vocally for, for anything on the album? No, no, that was that was just the band. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, obviously, someone who's who's meant a lot to you influence wise. Now, what, what song of yours would you want Tommy to maybe play at uh, one of his shows? Oh, for Tommy to play? For Tommy to play. <laughs> mm. uh, mosquito, Christian Sanctuary. I know that at no place, I think. <laughs> mosquito, Mosquito. 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 <laughs> you, everyone that's listening, you'll understand when this song comes out. <laughs> That'd be great for him to do. Nice. Now, Jim, Jimmy, you and Adam and Luke, you're, you're the original trio on the band. So, but uh, now, when and how did Chetty and... Colin, <laughs> it may make it the five piece that it is today. And I guess Ch Chetty or Colin, do you guys want to handle that one? Yeah. Um, so I met Jimmy and Adam through Lagan Music School, which we all three go to. And um, that's also where they met Mike. Okay. Yeah. And just um, the, the, the mutual interest and just getting in and just making the band a little bit better. Yeah. And also, I mean, as we kind of were writing songs and doing them in the uh, rehearsal and stuff at Lagan Music as well. I kind of, we kind of just kept adding parts and stuff, and it got to the point where, you know, even in the studio, 
we needed like more keyboard parts and like synth parts and stuff that are just being added to make the songs more full and cool and whatever. But um, so that's how we ended up with this this one piano boy. But um, yeah, you know, more parts, more fun, more guys. I'm just so good at what I do, and like they couldn't resist. Me, yeah, and he's humble, which is great. <laughs> Girls love me, also. <laughs> it's the fine line between clever and stupid, and arrogance and confidence. He's just stupid. <laughs> that's, that's all he is. <laughs> he's We're the most big man. There's nothing going on with you. Hey. <laughs> See, it's all about the fun. That's what I love about this. Show. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear more music. I want to hear it now. And so uh, now, J Jim. Yeah, I know. Like, when we had Tommy on the show, you were talking about just the various influences and just how prolific his career has been. Any, uh, any questions about Tommy for and and or with uh, with Freedom Rockets? Well, not so much about Tommy, but just uh, you guys mentioned some of your some of your your influences. But the ultimate question: if if there was one band that's touring right now that you that you'd want to tour with, who would you pick? I'm gonna take that Guns N' Roses. Wow, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chad. Good choice. Yeah, Chad. <laughs> what did I, Wait, I you're there, right, Chetty? You're there to line that up for you guys. <laughs> I hope so. That would be cool, yeah. right? Yay. <laughs> well, you have kind of the ultimate in, so I, you know, I, I it, it could happen. Anything could happen. That's right. Anything can oh, happen. Yes. Ah, oh, no. nice little, pull out. Little, little bash and pop quote there. Very yeah. nice. Very um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, wasn't, I, I should have my bash and pop poster in the background. I wasn't thinking today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! I said no. It would have been a Cowboys in the campfire. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. And, and actually, uh, the first time I saw uh, Cowboys in the Campfire, they were playing at uh, Tommy was just you know, as he continues to do doing unique spots. It was at a boxing ring in a suburb of Phoenix. That's cool. That's cool. It was very. People were coming in for their lessons and they're looking at. There's a two piece play and they're like, "Come on <laughs> in, for the party." <laughs> Made some new fans that night. So uh, on that note, what are uh, what's the been, What's been the most unique place you guys have played? And what is a place like a boxing ring, a unique place that you would want to play? Unique place that we have played? Factory Underground. Factory oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did a showcase show like a place called Factory Underground and somewhere in Connecticut. Uh, underground. It was like, yeah, it was underground, yeah. Okay. That was cool. Um, but a cool place we'd want to play? Um, like a pet, a pet shop, maybe? Uh, my house is cool. <laughs> In a lighthouse. Ooh, now, now we're talking about language. Or a pet shop. I'm, I'm a kid from Lake Erie, so lighthouse is very nice touch. I like it. Yeah. And uh, co coming up, that you guys want, uh, it's the Pound Ridge Harvest Festival. That's the one that you guys won the Battle of the Bands that got you on that bill, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And anything else beyond that, because I mentioned the cellar that's coming up at the end of November, I'm sorry, September. And then uh -huh. the beginning of October is the Pound Ridge Harvest Festival. What else is on the horizon right now that uh -huh. you're going to kidnap Adam to go play? Yeah, I mean, we're going to kind of lay low for a bit, uh, crank out some more original tunes, get the get bang with them in rehearsal, start working on the next uh, record in the winter. Hopefully. Excellent. Even though we don't well, have the first one out yet. <laughs> well, you always got to think to the next one. What's coming next? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to American Trash and, and hearing some songs from that, and hopefully 
have you guys back once and we can talk a little bit more fully about that. Yeah, you'll be our first stop as soon as it's out. We'll right come right back. Oh, well, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that. So uh, okay. definitely. And I want to get Chetty back to uh, GNR in case they actually decide to play on time. And yeah. uh, oh, so, um, and I get and beyond. Uh, you guys have an Instagram page and a uh, and a Facebook page. Anywhere else uh, that people can go and find out about Freedom Rockets. Instagram, open. updates of shows, cute pictures of me, and updates on the record, so you know when it's coming out. Nice. Well, definitely check that out, folks, at Instagram. That's Freedom Rockets Band at Instagram, or just check them out there, Freedom Rockets on Facebook. Well, Facebook. Don't forget to Facebook. Don't forget to Facebook. Don't, I, I'm 53 years old. Do you think I'm going to forget Facebook? Yeah, no, that's why I said Instagram. Yeah, Snap, Snapchat, different story. I can't help you there. Yeah, but, you got me on Snap. Eric, I just want to say you don't look a day over 30. Oh. Uh, go, go on. Go on. Ladies <laughs> <laughs> and gentlemen, we'll get you day. everywhere on this show. <laughs> Christine, that would make you looking 25. There we go. That's awesome. right. I'll take it. All right. <laughs> well, Jimmy, Adam, Luke, Mike, slash Chetty. And, and Colin, thank you guys. That Freedom Rockets, so glad to have you on the show. And looking forward, once American Trash comes out, bring you back on, and then we'll uh, we'll crank the tunes while we're talking next time. Yeah, thank you from all over the place for having us. Thanks for having us. You've been listening to All Over the Place, the official podcast of Medium Up Live. If you like what you've been listening to, and you know you have, be sure to share it with friends and family, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, wherever. Content contained herein have been the opinions of the hosts, the producer, and the guests only. You have listened at your own risk.